Thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with us on a Tuesday night. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo. This is the WCAC Spectacular. He's Tim Strachan. Oh, man, I can't wait for tonight. It's getting closer and closer closer each week, man. And Just getting ready. What we got on for, store for tonight is going to be so much fun. And I, I can't wait for all this to get, get going, for get, real. The Redskins uh, on their way to camp, and we're one step closer, one uh, Tuesday closer to... A fall in the WCAC. He's Kevin Ricca. Uh, listen, I can't wait for this to start up, but I'm also hanging on dearly for these last couple weeks we got of, <laughs> of nothing. I got this this new Brooks Kepka bathing suit, and I'm dying <laughs> oh, yes. to show Southern Delaware. I can't wait. They deserve it, too, by yeah, the way. They certainly do. He's Matt, the Real Deal Seal. I cannot wait to get back on the sidelines, guys, and I know you guys can't wait to start broadcasting some great football games coming up. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, we're working on um, we're we're passing around uh, an empty headphone for this guy. We're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna get four headphones that can reach all the way to Matthew Real Deal Seal. <laughs> we are one step, one Tuesday closer to fall high school football in the WCAC, the greatest high school sports conference in the land. We say that all the time. Uh, I don't think. Uh, if people are paying attention, I don't think any, I don't think people are questioning the truth, truthiness. We ain't playing at this yeah, point. No, yeah. numbers don't lie. It's a fact. Um, and what we thought would be a fun thing to do tonight is, is uh, get that one step closer to the fall and talk about our football schedule, First Amendment sports. That icon you see right above me, give it a hit, click, smash the subscribe button. I guess is what I'm supposed to say. Uh, you'll get you'll know when we're going live on shows like this. You'll know when we're going live from your favorite uh, high school in the, in, the, in the WCAC. And I think right now would be a great time to bring on our, our first guest, our, our first uh, schedule-specific guest. Yes, yeah, don't you think so? All right, yeah, All right let's sure. do it. Why not? Yeah, um, I want to say a huge thank you and welcome uh, to Brian Griffin, Athletic Director of St. John's College High School. What's up, man? Hey, how we doing, Ken? We're doing great. You got the whole crew, uh, my friend. A lot of familiar knucklehead faces in this basement. By the way, a basement that you got to get over to at some point. Well, I look forward to that. It's a privilege to be with you guys. You guys do a great job, Ken and Kevin and Matt and T. And, and it's a, you know, it's really a great show. It's, it's great for the league. It's great for the kids, the coaches. You know, everybody enjoys what you guys put together. Uh, you know, on this show, and then also obviously in and around our, our conference and, and games and, and specifically our games. So we really appreciate everything you guys do. Well, Griff, I got to say it's a privilege for us to have a guy like you in our corner, on our show, and uh, in our circle of friends. It's been fantastic going through these first couple of years with you, and you've certainly helped escalate First Amendment sports and every kid in the WCAC, not just at St. John's, but certainly over there on Military Road. Thanks for joining us tonight, brother. Well, it's great to, great to be here. The other thing, too, just to play off what they were saying, it's a privilege because talking about the, the conference as a whole, too, just is quality people like you and everybody else who has been a part of this, too. Um, it, it says a lot about the conference and, and, and why it is the kind of conference that it is. Yeah, our conference is uh, very special because of everything that you guys have done in your careers and your families and you know, everything that, you know, that, that you look back at the history, you know, you, you'd love to have somebody actually write a book about it and, <laughs> and, and do some specific shows. I know there's been some great ones uh, already about some specific coaches and teams and that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, you guys really bring it to life real time. And, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be a very exciting uh, 
a very exciting year for, for the WCAC. Well, before we get to the year, uh, Griff, I was hoping uh, I had a chance to talk to you earlier this summer. Um, and I, I, I love stories like this. I love the history. We talk about the history of the WCAC. Uh, maybe take us through a little bit of yours, um, even though uh, even though you didn't. You, you, as a Georgetown Prep guy, your your family history is is totally wrapped up in the WCAC. Yeah. So you know, what a great what a, what a great opportunity to tell that story. Well, my family obviously uh, from from DC. Um, now everybody's kind of sprawled out everywhere: Maryland, Virginia, the district. Um, my my mother was fifth generation Washingtonian. Um, she went to, she went to Holy Cross along with my aunt Marie and, and, uh, had an uncle that, uh, went to St. John's, um, who, who attends almost every game, uh, that he can on the, on the football field, the basketball court. Um, I had an uncle that went to Gonzaga. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we have a lot of, of, of healthy discussions, um, and, uh, you know, I had a great uncle that, that played there as well. Great baseball player. And so we have, you know, we have everyone and everything covered. I mean, you know, from uncles at Good Counsel to cousins uh, at Damasa to, you know, you name it. I mean, you can you can kind of do the Irish, you know, tree and, and take it out everywhere. Um, but it's been fun for me in my life because I was always around, in and around the WCAC as a as a you know as as you know as somebody who really thought it was the greatest conference you know, in the country. And it used to be the Metro Conference. I understand all that and, and know the history. But obviously, I just keep, you know, keep it all in one in one namesake right now, the, the WCAC. And, you know, it's special in many, many ways because of the coaches and the, and the teams and the programs. And, I mean, I can remember when I was in high school and, the, you know, the, the two best games we played all year were Gonzaga. And, you know, obviously that was a huge rivalry game. Uh, good counsel. You know, these are these were these were games that that meant a lot. You know, when you were you know, when you were outside the conference, and you know those were things that you looked forward to because you knew you were playing at another level, right? You knew you were you were this game was meaningful not only because of the alumni, because of the tradition and the rivalries and all that, but it meant something because you were playing a really good team. You know, so those are things that you know the WCAC you know, has done many, many things from an academic standpoint. And obviously, you know, Christ is at the center of, in the heart of everything that, that's, that's purposeful and what we do and why we do it. But I, I will say that, you know, it, it is a very, very special uh, place to be a part of. Um, I, I think all the schools do a great job. And, uh, and, and certainly, you know, we kind of use this term, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats. Well, that, that certainly is the case in the WCAC. Plus, don't you share a Safeway with uh, the Gonzaga athletic director? <laughs> do I share? A, do I share a what? A Safeway, a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, we you know we may we may schedule some different times, but I, I, I'll tell you that. Um, you know, Joe Rada obviously yeah, Joe, is somebody of course. I played against when I was in, when I was in high school. He was a senior when I was a sophomore. Um, uh, you know, obviously came up through the Maplewood program, Maplewood Boy of the Year. You know, he he was he was a special guy back then, and and he's gotten nothing but better. And you know, it is such a it's such a privilege to be around a guy like that who just has you know so many you know so many great 
things that he brings to the table with the kids, you know, his, his background with Gonzaga and, and, the, and, the, and the rivalries that I've been a part of on, on two sides of the coin at this point. And I really feel like, uh, you know, there's no better guy that I've been around. And, uh, and certainly uh, from a Kensington standpoint, you know, that's where my family grew up. You know, my mom went to Holy Redeemer. Um, you know, it's just it's, it's kind of fun to have, you know, those relationships. And yet it's also fun to know that not everybody really likes you because you're not really somebody that they know a whole lot about. So it's yeah. kind of fun to play both sides of that of that situation. So uh, we do enjoy the rivalry. and It does get heated. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be showcasing several rivalries, uh, not the least of which will be St. John's uh uh, Gonzaga, uh, one of the the oldest high school Catholic football rivalry in, in the nation. Um, you know, Griff, another opportunity to say thank you for having us this season. We look forward to getting things underway uh, in August, August 24th and August 31st. Uh, we'll, First Amendment Sports will be at our perch uh, on the uh, mezzanine for two t- Florida teams that are coming up here uh, to, to get a taste of the WCAC. Um, and then we'll finish the season strong with DeMatha and Gonzaga, um, at at St. John's, you guys have a couple other huge games, uh, Modern Day and, and IMG, um, and and we talk a lot about we talk a lot about the, the 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 teams and you know what's going on nationally. One thing I just don't think people talk enough about um, because we know so much about a guy like Rakim or Sol J um, or you know the, some of the other programs, uh, Coach Cass. I don't think uh, I don't think people really know a whole lot about him. Um, and they take for granted that St. John's is is a very good program, but with they take they take the the head coach I think in some cases for granted in the conversation um, because it's easy to to talk about a guy like because well, they didn't know Kaz. him for fifty years. I know, I yeah. know. Let's talk about right. Coach Kaz. Yeah, let's get the yeah. So you know, it's a great it's a it's a great thing to talk about. I mean, we you know when when I when I first got here to St. John's, obviously one of the big things is you know you you, you want to have a vision for what you want to achieve and. And you want to, you know, you want to, you want to be the standard, you know, by which others are measured, right? I mean, that, that, you know, when you, when you slug it out with the Massa or some of the great programs in, in the history of the league, you know, that, that's, you want to earn their respect, right? So, you know, it, it starts with great coaches, you know, they're the ones that, that really introduce fresh ideas and innovative, creative techniques to, to build, you know, to build whatever program it might be. And Coach Cass certainly is, is you know, tremendous experience in his years at Christian Brothers Academy up in Syracuse, New York. And, and we had some co- common friends that we knew um, in and around football. And, and when we were looking for an offensive coordinator to sort of take us to the next level in that regard, he, you know, his name popped up as somebody that could potentially be, a, um, you know, a, a, a good resource to find coaches, actually. It really wasn't to, to actually have him come coach here. It was actually to see if he knew of anyone, right? So, you know, we started talking, and he started asking me about, you know, what what I, you know, what I was trying to achieve and what we were going to do and what the steps to success were going to look like and, you know, what were the pillars that we were going to instill in terms of, you know, discipline and toughness and hard work and trust and, respect, you know, the things that, you know, you would build anything around, right? And and that's really, you know, ultimately, before I go into everything about Coach Cash, he represents this the most. It, it, you know, great coaches, they teach life lessons, right? They inspire you to, to levels that you never thought you could be 
you know, they, 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 they create greatness in kids and people that, that really never thought they could be great. And, and that's what great coaches have done for many years. That's what Bill McGregor did at the Matha and, and is now doing it again. That's what, you know, Coach Ricca did at St. John's and is doing it again. That's what Coach, you know, Mr. Fagan did for me and many, many others at, at Georgetown Prep. You know, these are, these are men in Moss Collins. We can go on and on, right? I mean, there, there, there are some men that you, you will never forget who they are because of the impact that they had, not only at their schools, but on a lot of other people, you know, and, and coach McGregor, just as a side note, I mean, he was great to me when I was in high school. And, and so I'll never forget. I played in that all-star game for him. I'll never forget what he was like to me and how he treated me and made me a team captain and, you know, recognized that I, I was a tough kid. And he, you know, he sort of made me feel special to a degree right. that I didn't believe. So, right. I, I was yeah. at that all-star game. I saw you rumbling and bumbling, scooping and scoring on that all-star game as well. I think Andre Jones had another day and wanted that pitch back and Griff was not having it. Oh my he said, God. how about you block somebody? It's time for this guy, number 35 to get six. <laughs> That's right. And, and, and you remember those, those men and, and, and you remember those coaches. And so, yeah. you know, when, when Chad started listening to what the deal was and what, what it was going to be about and what we were going to try to achieve, you know, he liked it. And he said, Hey, well, why don't I come down, spend some time with, you know, see, see what you got going on. And, and, you know, and, and one thing led to another. And next, you know, I was selling him as hard as I could sell anybody. You know, I was, I was hooked because, you know, he, he is he is a father figure to many of us. You know, not only on the team, but on the uh, you know on the coaching staff and in the administration, including myself. You know, there's times where if if I walked into a room and Coach Cass, you know, had all the chairs filled and he told me to sit down, I think I'd sit down on the floor. You know, so he's he's one of those special human beings who, you know, cares so much that you know you, you know that he loves what he's doing, but he also you know, cares more about others than he cares about himself. And, uh, you know, he puts a lot of value on people. He puts a lot of, you know, he puts a lot of trust in his, in his coaching staff. Um, he's a tremendous, you know, he's a tremendous man and obviously has helped us do things, you know, within the school as well with the entrepreneurial program. Um, you know, and, and he, and he loves football and he knows the game. And, you know, uh, he's, he's forgotten more football than I'll ever know. And so it, it's, it's just great to have another person like that within the conference who, you know, you know, really does, you know, live up to those expectations. And, you know, we've all, we, you know, we all know the legends that have coached in this league, right? And we all know the, the history. And, and it's, it's nice to have a guy like that around who, you know, although he didn't you know, grow up here. And although he didn't, you know, really do much, most, most of his early career moves here, he, he was able to step in and start to understand it. Now he doesn't have the same, he doesn't have the same, um, you know, uh, blood boil that we all do. Right. When, right. when you talk about the rivalries, but he's getting there, you know, we'll get him there pretty quick. You know, one more season, I think he'll be, he'll be just, just done right. As you a, know, as a, as a fellow, uh, Guy whose last name ends in a vowel, I, 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 blood, his blood still boils nicely. It's uh, I, which I can, I can appreciate, and I love yeah. the fact that um, he's a, uh, a a cinder block wall office kind of guy. Uh, when, when we, I, I just, I love when you talk to when you talk to a high school football coach, you should be talking to, to them in a room that has a 1984 IBM computer sitting in the corner that probably hasn't been touched since 1989. 
uh, with a bunch yeah. of floppy disks and a whiteboard with just some really, really random football stuff written down on it, and people just talking about football, because that's what it was like when we went and visited and talked to him <laughs> and, and uh, Mike Ward and Pat Ward and some of the other guys um, ahead of uh, when they were putting the schedule together. And if you haven't heard, uh, you know, Senor Griffin, we, I, I have toasted the, uh, Coach Kaz and his staff for their willingness um, and cojones in this schedule. It's one of the most ambitious things we've seen in high school sports, period. That's, and I think that we need to put that on the map. Um, and it's, uh, it is a come and get it. Here we are. Uh, you know, what do you got for us uh, schedule? And I love it. And I, I, can't, I can't stop thinking about it, talking about it. I know it's a great schedule to watch for high school football fans. It's going to be amazing. Um, but that's the other side of the, the Coach Cash thing for me, because I remember sitting at the table talking to that guy, and he was like, hey, you know, uh, we, we'll play anybody. We, and, and, we, and when I say anybody, I mean we'll play any of the best teams. Any of the best teams will play, and, and the best teams are coming, and it is awesome. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. It is great, and, and I'm not so sure he, he knew what he had, you know, what was in store for him when he told me that to go ahead and go, go forward with that. But we, we certainly lived up to his uh, – his expectations and them some because the iron sharpens iron thing is real, right? In sport. And as a kid in football, you only get to play 10 to 12 games, right? So, you know, what you want to do is you want to maximize those opportunities and to have the opportunity to have a team like modern day travel here and play us at Catholic university for our homecoming at this juncture. And, you know, teams like IMG, you know, is very, very talented, you know, very, very new to the market in terms of like, you know, being a powerhouse because the modern days and the, and the, you know, St. Joe's preps and the, you know, Miami centrals of the world, you know, they've been around, they've been doing this for a while, you know, and, and so is DeMatha and Gonzaga and, and, you know, the, the, the big schools, you know, who they've been for years and years, you know, yeah, but I, Griff, I was, I, Griff, no one schedules modern day on their homecoming. Just, just, let me just throw that out there. That's, that's ridiculous. They haven't yeah. been scared. They haven't been somebody's homecoming in the last. Uh, name the name the number. They've not been scheduled for someone. Hey, he might be right. Yeah. Well, I think you know. I think there's people that think awesome. you know we're a little bit crazy about about it, and and you know, and and I think they wonder why we're doing it. But I think there's a little bit of like you know, there's there's a word that I would prefer, and that's you know having a little bit of courage too, right? Like. You know, football is a game of courage. I mean, it's really something that's played and fundamentally, you know, built around courage. And so, you know, if you're going to schedule, like, you know, schedule with a little bit of courage. You don't have to, right. you don't have to, you know, win every game, you know, and, 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 and winning's a byproduct of a, of a thousand other things that need to happen in, in terms of training, in terms of, you know, working out and, and being with the guys and the blood, the sweat, the tears, the pain, the agony, the remorse, you know, going through the tough losses, man. You know, I've never learned much when we win anything, right? I, but I learn a lot when we lose. And, and, and so, it's really, it's all about that, you know, it's all about that understanding the life lessons that come out of this. And, you know, I think you learn a lot more about life, you know, biting off more than you can chew, you know? So that, that's just my personal sort of perspective on it. That's awesome. That's an awesome perspective. Yeah, the, other, the other thing about it is an action. You do have this impressive out-of-conference schedule, but after you do that, you have to come back and play an equally – as impressive in-conference schedule, which is why we say that this conference is, without a doubt, in our opinion, the best in the country. And, no and, 
Yeah, absolutely. The other thing is, look, we hope all of you go undefeated outside of the conference, right? Yes. We hope all of you do because we want to see it. We want to keep talking about it. Yep. We want to keep saying that. The toughest part is when you come home and you play each other. Uh, four teams out of the five, and, and, and McNamara is doing a great job uh, bringing up their, their end of the bargain coming this season after what we've seen that's over there right now, all the young talent they have too. It's so tough to come back and play each other week in and week out, and nobody can win them all. That's, that's what's really courageous about what you do. You're 100% right. And I'll tell you this, there, there is, you know, we can go play the De La Salle's and we learn about culture, right? And we learn about tradition and, and how they come off the ball and all that stuff. And it's really cool. And, and you know, you, you go play these great teams and they come play you, whatever. But, you know, the, the bottom line, and, and people don't believe this outside of the DMV, but the bottom line is when you come back and you play in the WCC, those are the toughest games that there are. And, and, and they are because, you know, we all know each other pretty well. And, and, and on top of that, we've got incredibly talented kids. And, you know, like any game, whether it's a playoff game, whether you guys witnessed one of the greatest championship games of all time with, with, uh, with Gonzaga and DeMatha last year, you know, we, we, really, we really underestimate the ceiling, you know, that, oh, yeah. that exists on, on what, the, what these kids can, can put together when it means so much. And so I don't think it's only just the great coaching or the talent or all the stuff that we have, which we do. And that's why we can compete on a national scale, any one of those teams that we were talking about. But ultimately, when we play each other, it's a whole nother level. And, 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 and that's the truth of it. And it's the harder part of your season, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, we, we've noticed that. And I love that you guys talking about these kids. You know, that's, that's where I wanted to jump here and say the kids are the reason why we're all here. It's the reason why we're on the phone with you right now, Griff. It's why, it's why we all do what we do. Uh, the culture that has been set over there at St. John's, these young men have now known for the past three to four seasons, they are not coming into this program to play a cream puff schedule. You know, you're getting the kids that want to be here to play in those games. And I think that's where the word courage comes in. When these young men make these decisions at 12 or 13 to go to any WCAC school. And right now we're speaking with Griff, and I'm from St. John's, and that's what I'm hitting on. And these young guys know what's up. When they come in here, this is why they come. It separates some of the kids that might not want to work, that might not want to be there, that don't think football is going to get them to a certain place. You know, and that's just kind of how the water-down effect, that's kind of how it trickles down, and we're left over with such an incredible version of a young man who has put in everything they possibly can to being as great as they can be. And those are the type of kids all these schools are attracting right now. And we're out there, we're going to be out there calling and talking about them doing their thing on the field at the highest level that's ever existed in this sport. Yeah, these kids are incredible. I mean, all, you know, all the teams have, you know, kids that are just incredibly talented. But I think within the WCC, all the teams, and I can speak for ours, you know, we have, we have tremendous competitors. And they, and, they, and they love each other. You know, they care about each other. They trust in the process. They work hard. They're physically tough. They're obviously they're mentally tough. You know, they, they do the right things the right way. And not all the time. But, but let me tell you, they're trying to do it all the time. And, you know, and I think the leadership of our school and all the other schools in the WCAC do a great job and sort of keeping the centrality, you know, what we're trying to do really. Like, you know, what's the real purpose of preparing these young men and obviously in, in, in schools like St. John's, you know, our young women for, you know, a, a life dedicated to, 
you know, not only achievement, but, you know, service and leadership and, 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 yes. and impact, you know? And so I think when you start talking about all these things that they're doing, which you're a hundred percent right. And why do they want to be so challenged and why do they want to work so hard and why are they so committed? It's because, you know, I've heard Nick Saban say it, you know, uh, you know, winners want to be around winners. You know, yeah. they want to, they want to compete at the highest level. They, they, they don't like being around mediocrity and, um, and, and, and that's the, that's sort of the bar that the WCAC has set and, and, and many, and it's been that way for many, many years. Yeah. I, I, I'm so glad you said this because, uh, just, just as an example, Griff, and it's not about me, what I want to capitalize is something that you said is, but I am an example that this is, we don't do this just because we want to see people go make the NFL and sports are great and all this stuff. Ultimately, we all played sports for a reason, and you do what you do for a reason because I'm an example of someone who had aspirations and played at a high level and wanted to do great things, and then something happened, you know, uh, unfortunately. But I learned so much playing sports and being in the WCAC and, and, and having the, the, you know, the, the Catholic background, faith, part of it all together has helped me so much in my life. Um, I, I can't even express how that relates to me, but... That's what this is really about. You know, we love talking sports. That's fun. That's great. We're not grand, you know, blowing that out of uh, out of proportion to the fact that this that's what this stuff is really uh, about. I'm yeah. so glad that you 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 brought that up. And T, I, uh, you know, Griff, I, I I always I like to say it and uh, when I got the opportunity to address the um, all the fine uh, heads of school and athletic directors on our behalf I made sure to talk about how much my parents busted their butts to send me to Catholic school and my brother and sisters. And as a father of kids who, now, how much I have to bust my butt to send them <laughs> to, to, to Catholic schools and how it's the, it's, it's the first C. You know, we talk about the WCAC. The first C, man, it's right there. It's right in front of you. It's always yeah. there. Always, 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 always there. And, and uh, um, I think that guys like you, Griff, are great because you, 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 put, the, you put the kids first. Um, and guys like you, thank God that this conference is full of guys like you, um, who, who care about that. And I, um, I just, I think that it's, it's something that people are too easily dismissed. It's when you see a stupid article in the Washington post or an uninformed debate forming, uh, in the area where people who have no idea what they're talking about, they, and they are just not at all in tune or understand whatsoever. (laughs) I mean, it's a slap in the face to to people like us. To, to come at us thinking like that, that all we care about is is sports. Educate yourself. Educate mm-hmm. yourself. Or start flapping your gums. But yeah. you know what? You can say that at any level. You know what my parents could have done with that money? Exactly. Trust me, a lot. You know what I could do with this money? Trust me, a lot. Exactly. But going on what you both said and speaking with Griff, I also want to say congratulations because everything we're discussing right now culminates in, in uh, this congratulations to AZ Fudd, the mm-hmm. USA Today National Girls Athlete of the Year. Awesome. And... And, and with that comes all kinds of accolades off the court. And uh, what she did this past week, really, you know, yep. she gets that a award this week. Yep. A week ago, she's doing a free clinic on behalf yeah. of, the, of Alzheimer's because of her grandmother and because of Coach Pat Summit, a free basketball camp at Marymount University for young ladies. I, I mean, I would just, it just hits you right in the gut, doesn't it, man? Like, you've seen this yeah. girl work every day, brother. Oh, oh, there were plenty of boys there, too. Yeah. Pictures oh, yeah. were unbelievable. And an unbelievable way beyond the basketball court. Right. You know, I've never met anyone as humble and as kind. Somebody that picks your day up all the time, 
with her just, you know, smile as well as her just con genuine concern and caring for others. And like, you know, she was coming around, you know, with her, with her after ACL and, and her surgery and all that. It was the end of the school year, you know, and she brought me a, a, a potted plant. And, and, it, and she, she made it special with some, you know, some words on it and signed it underneath. And, you know, and I've been taking care of that plant like I take care of my dog. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. Like, I'm, <laughs> Do you sing to I, it? Do you sing? I have never taken care of a plant like I'm taking care of this one because it's just, it's just that special that, that somebody would have taken the time who's hobbling around on crutches trying to get from A to B to C is hard enough, right? Yeah. But goes out of her own way just to kind of thank me for, you know, the things that I do. You know, the things that I do <laughs> unrecognized, right? I mean, it should almost go, like, only when the bad stuff happens should I be involved. And, and it's so nice to have somebody really, you know, and that's just my personal experience with her is she's just somebody that, that cares about others more than she cares about herself. And, uh, and, you know, I think that's all part of what you guys just said, that, you know, faith and athletics are not, you know, they're not obstacles to the learning process. Like they're, they're critical elements in the academic experience. I mean, yeah. this is part of, of the education process. When we talk about the WCAC and we talk about athletics, I, I truly believe that, that we're part of that. We're a pillar within that, you know, within that um, course load, we, we are actually part of that whole experience. And so, you know, I think she represents that in a way that is just so special. We have many, many other kids that do as well. I don't, I don't want to single her out as a, as, as an exception. She's not, but she's certainly exceptional. And, and I just, I find it refreshing to have somebody play at the level that she plays at, which is unbelievable. I mean, I'll pay for that ticket. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, and to have her be the way she is, is just, it just, it represents our conference. It represents our school. It represents so many things at the highest level. So you're right on with that. Well, buddy, before we let you out of here, you know, we have to ask you a couple tough ones. Uh, okay. You know, just, uh -oh. uh, you know, just, yes. well, first of all, by the way, at I'm, first I thought Ken was going to make you cry earlier, but now Kevin's going to no try. Roy Firestone. Kevin's no try Roy Firestone. He's no Roy Firestone, but, but I will the say this. He's trying for sure. I, I, I know my man Griff. I've known him for many, many years. That plant eats porterhouse <laughs> three meals a day. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, know, I, I know how he deals I, with those dogs. <laughs> <laughs> We're not messing around here. And, uh, hey, sorry, go ahead, bud. I know. Dr. yourself. Go ahead. Uh, a lot ready. of the names you mentioned earlier, man, uh, you know, being this, the oldest of my father's six kids, uh, answering the phone at any given moment, it could have been Moss Collins, Joey G. Gallagher, Morgan Wooten, you know, Bill McGregor, Mr. Fagan, you know, it could have been any one of those guys. And I was lucky enough to have that type of relationship with these amazing superstars. And I know that all happened over there off a of golf lane for me uh, when I got to see them up close at the Haley House. And I'm not going into any of that right now because we could be here for two days, but I have a hard hitter for you, brother. You spent a lot of time over there on golf lane at the Haley's House. Who is the best athlete in the Haley family? Oh, yes. You're on under oath. I don't I'm want any trouble. This is going to be recorded. I'm going to Haley was because I've been doing my research over here at St. John's, and I've got a yearbook or two that shows that he, he was pretty darn special. But I would say in my grouping, you know, that Brian Haley was a very special athlete, and he um, – he was tough and he played hard and he played both ways. And, you know, he was a sophomore when I was a senior, you know, had some knee injuries in his college career at UVA and went on to Catholic, et cetera. But, uh, he was, he was really a great player. 
and I'm playing with I'm playing actually with 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 Brian Haley and Eddie Sullivan. Fast Eddie. At the uh, at the Flynn Fest on Friday. I might and, have to just uh, stop by and see something about that. I, I just I'm just I also love the fact that the prep guy picked the prep guy in the family. That, that's obviously you out there. That, that should go not go unnoticed. Well, he also picked the he also picked the WCAC guy first, Johnny that's Haley. True. St. John's finest just went to the Hall of Fame this past year, and uh, you know Michigan tailback who returned punts and played for the Skins, Chris. and uh, you know that's, that's a good call. My favorite player of all time, and favorite, maybe one of my favorite person people of all time, was 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 Peter Haley. Oh, course, and and absolutely. Peter Haley, you know, my my daughter's name is Haley, my oldest daughter, and you know, I wear I get to wear Peter Haley's football jacket every every time it gets cold or it gets gets cold enough. You know, Tommy Haley gave me that jacket, and wow. I, I'll tell you what, I, I wear that jacket, and I'm gonna tell you, it means something to me in a big way because he always talked about St. John's. He loved the WCAC. You know, he always told me, man, you made a huge mistake. You should have been in this conference. You should have been at St. John's. But he was one of the great of all time, most positive attitude. If any, if anyone ever questions, you know, about the power of positive thinking, man, he, he had it. He had the, That's he the had truth, the gift. And, uh, and, and I remember that all the time over here. When things get tough, you know, it's fun to put that jacket on and just know, hey, man, He's looking down. He's just saying, start. "Hey, just keep, just keep trying. Just keep going. Just keep forging ahead." That's right, man. My man Griff. You know, we try and get you to cry, and you're over here. I, I try, know, I try, man, I try to hem you up. Down here and then next thing you know, you got me over here on the microphone, it's, a little watery eyed. Dust in the air for sure. There's like a sand well form. played, sir. Well played. All right. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Hey. Griff, it's real deal seal here. I just wanted to say thank you very much for everything that you do for me and, and like a. You know the media, you know community here. You know everybody. Uh, you're the best, my man. I can't wait to see you soon. Appreciate you, man. Thanks we're, a lot. So that's a fact too. So we're gonna let you go here, Griff. I have a couple parting thoughts for you. Um, uh, make sure you tell Coach Kaz that while you were giving an eloquent soliloquy about him, Richard Marks was playing in the background, which I know you appreciate more than he will. Uh, that's right. That's um, right. I want you to sing to that plant because singing does. Plants can pick up singing, and I know you're a good singer. Uh. And, and uh, you know, no one you maybe not want anyone else to hear, but that plant needs to hear your voice. And the last thing I wanted to tell you is that for me, uh, you know, we're getting all wispy here tonight, and we're talking. We've been in one one season so far in the WCAC, but I already have some really awesome, you know, memories of being, uh, you know, of of watching the, the the league play out over a course of one whole season, one whole year. Um, and I, to me, like a great like sports figure strikes an amazing. Uh, silhouette, you know, like a windbreaker or a jacket. And I had this written down, by the way, before you just told your um, you know, Haley jacket story and got Kevin in, like sobbing next to me. All right, all right. Um, I, 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 I have a picture of Griff in my head of on, on, on the sidelines in, in that jacket, and I do. And because to, to me, um, you know, the, the image of a coach or, you know, in this case, you know, a, a sports, you know, figure, you know. A coach leader, and AD. A coach AD, but the guy, a guy in charge, you know, who, who runs that, that, that uh, field. You know, against you know, not you know, the first guy there. Maybe some kids are playing catch in the background. Maybe a, a couple trainers are getting set up. You know, but um, there's Griff. You know, on the sidelines in that jacket, and I do have that picture. Of, I, I have a picture of you in my mind in that jacket, Griff, and it's meaningful to me. And I just can't thank you enough for uh, looking out for us because um, you do. Um, and and uh, you're you're a great one, and we appreciate you, and and uh, thank you for. Kicking off this, uh, you know, segment of the of the summer for us, you know, leading up to the to the high school football season, um, you know, we care about it. As I hope you can tell, I, I think people are starting to, you know, get the picture that we 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 care about this stuff. 
Um, and, uh, and it sure, sure helps a whole lot um, to care about it with guys like you. So thank you very much. Um, well, thank you. Thank you, guys. And you're gonna, we're going to continue to do great things together. And, uh, you know, you make this league, you, you, you shine up a lot of things and make it, make it really exciting. And uh, love what you guys do. Love your work. And, and obviously, you know, it's because you guys know, you know the, the conference so well. So uh, thank you for everything you do. My man. All right, dude. We'll, we'll be seeing you, See you and soon. talking to you soon. Griff. Well, All right. Have a great one, guys. Thanks you too, Griff. Griff. Take we'll care, brother. All right. Well, I, I, I actually had written that down. Griff, I, had, I wrote windbreaker, <laughs> uh, windbreaker pacing image. Because to me, that, that I mean, oh, think about it. When you, you think about growing up, you, I do. It, it is. It's, I, I, that was I have, before he talked about it. It was before he talked about it. It was That's something weird. I, I, There's not a drawing, is there? No, no. 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 But if I were Griff, I'd a... be a little leery that Ken's got this picture <laughs> On the other of me. side of the camera. <laughs> just, it's like, so emotional to him. Sketching silhouettes. Of, but, but let's be you honest. A, a good a football guy yeah. in a jacket on a sideline. I mean, that's that's it. Um, and we've been to the games. And he was there for... Um, basketball, and he was there for lacrosse. Yeah, yeah. And he's he was a there for football. And, yeah. He's a presence. You know just he's there. Has a presence. Just want to say, if you're still with us, thank you. Sorry about any technical glitch that might have happened early. Didn't want to say it with Griff on the phone. We'll oh, apologize to him later. We had some technical difficulties right before we went to record. And uh, we, told, we, told Griff, we told Griff that he, was, he thought it was his problem. I said, no, it's usually 95% our, our Maybe fault Maybe it was anyway. his problem. And it was. Uh, it was. But if it, it was Griff's fault. not If you can't hear not. any part of it, it was great. Griff talked a lot about himself, his ties to you know, the, 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 how he grew up in this conference and his, his relatives and everything. It was good stuff. Talked about Coach Kaz yep. and everything. But if you didn't, thank you still for being with us uh, because the end of that really – uh, and Noah's about Griff, but, but the best part was what Griff was talking about at the end. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it did get fixed. It's fixed now. But, um, All right, good. As you got, as the, you got the best part. You got the gravy. <laughs> we'll be back next Tuesday night. Uh, we're going to find ourselves another guy uh, to Roy Firestone or, or to Roy Firestone us. Um, but until then, he's Matthew Real Deal Seal. We're having two guys next week, possibly. We'll find out. That's right. Oh. That's right. I'm, I, I'm not going to oversell. We're not going to sell. I'm not going to overpromise. Two mystery guests. I'm going to overdeliver. Overdeliver. I thought you were just coming with the strong piece, and I'm out. Well, that's, that's, situation. that's this one here. Now. All right, my bad. Team. My bad. That was you got it. Very well done. Yeah. He's yeah. Tim Strachan. Hey, thanks, Griff. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Thanks again, everybody, for listening in. And he's Kevin Ricca. Yeah, that was a great night. And uh, before we we forget about it, uh, the greatest photog on the sidelines anywhere MCL in town is our man. And please, I guarantee please, he's got you. plenty, plenty photos with that image you just talked about somewhere right. in the files. Stalking There's no doubt about it. There you go. MCLphoto.com. Yes, and I love that you say it. one of plenty, but uh, plenty. You, I, I know you're right at the top of that list, and uh, and you're our favorite. I'm in the so mix, deal with it. Deal with it before I come over there and give you a big bear hug. I'll take it. I'll take that bear hug, too. And... Till next week, be a good sport. Stay grounded. Stay rounded. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was the WCAC Spectacular. Still live, guys. Still live.